Good morning, good people. It's your host, B.A., back on your head once again with another episode of the Just My Opinion podcast. You could be anywhere in the world, but your ears are right here with your boy. Diving right on in, man, to this past week in sports. It was a horrible weekend for the city, man. Horrible weekend for the city. And let's go ahead and get into it. Another weekend, another loss. Ain't no more playing GA. Georgia Tech started the weekend off horribly with a loss to the Clemson Tigers, 73-7. In a nice Saturday scrimmage, the number one pick, Trevor Lawrence, went 24-32 for 404 yards and five TDs. But that wasn't the worst loss of the day. UGA lost to the Crimson Tide, 41-24. to uh, It was the biggest game of the night. You know, you take a look at social media, get on your Instagram and Facebook and Snapchat, and you probably see a bunch of people breaking the rules trying to watch this big SEC matchup. The first half looks like it has for the past couple of years. Very exciting for the UGA Bulldogs at first all Crimson Tide on the back end. We do remember that there are two halves of football. Obviously, Nick Saban is Superman or right under Jesus Christ because he defied every rule of COVID and somehow got back on the field the quickest in history. He got over it quicker than the president, actually. Um, they they did everything they could, man. But uh, Matt Jones, Najee Harris, they did their thing. Uh, the fourth had a horrible night, man. Stetson Bennett, the fourth. The story continues, you know, pretty much, unfortunately. But that was not it for the city over this past weekend. The only hope that we thought that we had in the Atlanta Braves, they lost a 3-1 lead in NLCS to the Dodgers. Fans had me ready to talk about the Braves. Like, man, you got to talk about these Braves, man. You know, they're doing good. They're putting on for the city. This, that, and the third. And I agree. They they were, you know, especially, like, keep leading up the DS and, CS came and we jumped out and it was looking real good. And even you know, talking to my producers who have baseball backgrounds and played college baseball, they praised the Braves. They were starting to step up. We were talking about Ozuma. Uh, I pretty much seen him with the Cardinals, you know, some years back. And I said, I, that pickup is really going to pay dividends. And it started to. But then the Dodgers just started showing championship swag in the end. Mookie Betts. You know, made his presence felt with timely defensive plays down the back half of the series. Uh, congratulations to the Dodgers, man. We'll see if they can get it done in the World Series that starts tomorrow. But once again, another, another letdown for the city. But the only bright spot we had for the weekend, man, the Falcons beat the Minnesota Vikings 40-23. to It started all with a Dan Quinn series, a fire Dan Quinn series parts one and one through three are available. As you already know, Raheem Morris is now the head coach for the foreseeable future, at least for this, you know, this season. Next season, we can't talk about right now. We don't know. There was not going to be a Raheem Morris episode, whether they won or they lost. So that was out of the picture, but they actually won. Matt Ryan got back on track with four TDs, 371 yards yesterday. The play calling was so much better, man. It was quick. You got the ball to your playmakers, Julio Reed, Gage, Hurst. He scored yesterday. The defense was swarming and making plays on the ball. First-round pick, A.J. Terrell, made his presence felt yesterday with his first NFL pick and was really coming up on the defensive end tackling as well. First win looked good, man. Let's see where it goes with the rest of the season. Hopefully, they'll just play better. Another bright spot for me personally, my Giants got on the board yesterday with a win over the Washington Football. 
football team 20-19. We are in the running for the division, baby. Kyle Allen looks okay and a positive spark for the Washington football team. I guess my Giants don't really want Trevor Lawrence as not as good as they played, but they played. But, you know, we need we kind of need those goose eggs. We don't really need wins if we want him. Um, but we are one game out of first place. Moving right along, Chicago beat Carolina 23-16. Nick Foles is going to help this team make the super, make the not the Super Bowl. I'm sorry, I almost woo. Sorry guys, they're going to make the playoffs. They're five and one right now. They are not going to make the Super Bowl in my estimation. Got a little excited, a little carried away right there. Um, but the defense is playing lights out. Um, but we're just going to see if if Nick Foles starts to heat up. Usually he does in this position. He has some okay games, but he's going to have a little stretch, and they're going to get rolling. They've they've set themselves up for success right now. Pittsburgh beat Cleveland 38-7 to in a rout yesterday. I was looking at that game to see just how good Cleveland could possibly be. The division is looking really, really good right now, so they would have had to make their presence felt in a game like this. That obviously was not the case. Uh, we've been saying for the past two or three weeks, we think they found their formula, which was run, run, run the ball. Uh, that was one of the best run defenses in the league yesterday. So Baker obviously had to throw the ball and that was not the formula. Uh, that was not the formula at all. He was picked two times. He was getting smacked around. He actually got pulled for Case Keenum. Um, on the Pittsburgh side of the ball is Claypool looking like a number one option now. Um, I think so over Juju. Juju just stick to the number two stuff, at least for right now, the way that it looks. Uh, Devin Bush, the linebacker, was injured. He he injured his ACL. He's out for the year. But they still look good. Uh, they're the best in the division to me right now because Lamar can't throw. And since I just said that, let's get right on into it. Baltimore did win yesterday against the Eagles, 30-28. to 28. Uh, Lamar was 16-27. For 186 yards and a touchdown, had good rushing yards. That looked like an old-school Michael Vick game. Um, I'm not saying that he just can't throw, period, but, you know, you know speed kills, and it, and it helped him out yesterday. But sometimes it looked like he can't even sustain the game. It's that that 12 to 15 outside intermediate routes that I've been saying since the loss in the playoffs last year. Uh, he has receiver issues as well, we already know. Um, you're not going to go too far – trying to depend on Willie Sneed and Hollywood Brown. I'm sorry. is I don't care how many pounds Hollywood put on. It doesn't put on the height, depth that you need at receiver. Good play calling all around and good game schemes, but it's on both sides. It's, 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 just, it's just not working. To me, they're doing enough to win games, but you're not beating Patrick Mahomes. Uh, you're not beating the the top teams in the AFC like that. You're not even getting past Tennessee anymore the way that it looks like that. Carson Wentz went 21-40. We saw Jalen Hurts in the game for a little trickery yesterday. Um, They're trying to wheel their team to some wins, but it's still coming out as losses and keeping my Giants in the division. The Lions beat the Jazz yesterday 34-16. Detroit is starting to round up their offense, running the ball about 30 times with AP and DeAndre Swift. Uh, The Swift and Stanford... Stafford, I'm, I apologize. The Swift and Stafford combo is the only good UGA thing from this past weekend. Um, he had 14 carries for 116 yards and two tuts. Uh, the Dolphins beat the Jets yesterday 24-0. Fitzmagic is still keeping the bridge going. Um, but we did see Tua because they played so good yesterday, at least winning the game, I should say. Um, he was two for two for nine yards. He sat 
kind of around a 15, 20 yard line yesterday and FaceTime his parents. He was saying that, you know, his parents are always at his games. They don't miss anything. And then he just wanted to take that moment in with them. Real cool, man. Real down to Tua, as we've already seen throughout his his college time. Um, but there's not much to say about that game other than that. The Broncos beat the Pats 18 to 12 yesterday. New England is now under 500 for the first time since 2002. They only look good running the ball. They didn't look explosive at all unless they had those trickery plays. Drew Locke really tried to give the game away. Um, but, hey, we did see that Cam can actually catch the Philly special and do something with it. Uh, so, you know, that's... I don't know if that's a bright spot, but, hey, that was just something like, hey, Tom Brady couldn't really do that, but Cam can. But he held the ball a little too long, took a bad set. It led to that fourth down that they didn't convert in the end. Some people say practice time. Some people say the receivers. Whatever, I'm still on the OBJ to New England trains coming soon. I said by week eight, so maybe about two, three more weeks. You know, we we going to be there. We should still be having that conversation. I'm going to hold on to that. Um, the Titans beat the Texans yesterday. Um they should have taken the PAT, and the Texans probably would have won. But they still look different. Uh, still playing with a different fire. Deshaun Watson went 28-37 for 335 yards, four TDs, no picks. Tannehill is not the one from Miami anymore. He has a Matt truck and a solid defense and throws pretty good for himself. He threw 30-41 for 364 and four TDs himself. Henry ran for 212. Nobody wants to tackle that man. Nobody at all. Like, I saw a... a cornerback yesterday that kind of dipped his shoulder in and looked like he caught a stinger on the way in and still he really didn't even try to make the tackle and you still got hurt anyway nobody wants no parts of that man i promise you they don't the bucks beat the packers in the 430 game yesterday 38 10 early turnovers by the packers really kind of shifted the momentum real early and put the packers in a big hole that they really couldn't get out of uh rogers was going at it with indomitian suit all day long that was really weird. Like, I just, you know, I know there's quarterbacks that talk back and forth, but, you know, especially if you're getting thumped, like, you're supposed to have your quarterbacks back. Like, he's not supposed to be going at it with a defensive lineman all game long, but he had zero pass touchdowns and two picks. Um, but like I said, I guess you can't say much as an offensive lineman when you just keep getting smacked. You just got to take the smack in and, you know, do what you do, move right along. We saw a grunt spike yesterday. Uh, let, I want to hear what Aaron Rodgers has to say about it with Pat McAfee. You've been on there for the past couple of weeks while you've been winning. You lost, so let's hear about that as well. In the night game, the 49ers beat the Rams 24-16. Jimmy G's return. He went 22-33 for 268 yards, three tuts. Uh, George Kittle, seven receptions, 109, doing what he does. Uh, Mossford, the running back, he left the game injured again. Uh, good play caller by Kyle Shanahan. Real quick, easy. I don't want to say like the Falcons, but kind of the same thing. Getting the ball into your playmaker's hands, easy reads for the quarterback. He made it easy on that ankle as well. Uh, the Rams are just looking like the third team in that division with losses like this. Not that they're bad, but they're just not as good as those other two teams. The Colts beat the Bengals 31-27 yesterday. Phillip Rivers 29-44 for 371 three tuts. He really tossed the ball around to his receivers. I'm pretty sure they got the ball out pretty quickly and he wasn't holding it anymore. Joe Burrow is still looking like a stud going 25-39 for 313. Indy has a good defense, so it's good to see. But uh, you still got to take that L. A.J. Green had a competent game yesterday. I want to say it was a great game, but it was at least competent uh, for those that have him in fantasy that have been getting let down by him. Uh, coming up, Pretty much today at 5 o'clock, uh, we have the Chiefs versus the Bills. Both teams are 4-1. and one. 
it should be really exciting to see both of them. They play at uh, 5 p.m. on Fox. It's not really going to be promoted on ESPN if that's what you watch throughout the day. So just let you know that is going down. Then on the other side, on ESPN at 8 p.m., we have regularly, the regularly scheduled Monday Night Football. The Cardinals versus the Cowboys. Let's see Kyler Murray, his first time on primetime. Let's see what he has going on. I expect the same Cowboys, honestly. Probably some more Zeke, but the Red Rifle has been a starter, Andy Dalton. With weapons, kind of the same. Uh, Dallas probably has a little bit more than what he had in Cincinnati, but he had a comparable is what I'm trying to say. Uh, pretty much is, I, I expect the same. You know, there's no increase in my already low expectations for that franchise. So moving right along, there still was four teams that had a buy. The Raiders, Saints, Chargers, and Seahawks. It's still weird. Messed up fantasy folks a little bit. Um, I've talked to some people here and there. Um, whoever sat out this season for fantasy, you are, you look very smart because the COVID-19 and then just injuries on top of that has just made it very, very hard. I just heard a lot of complaints from a lot of different areas. So just throwing that out there, I kind of predicted that. I just didn't know what it was going to look like. We're starting to see what it looks like. But moving on into the NBA, Ty Lue agrees to a five-year deal to coach the Clippers. I like the shift if you say that you had to move on from Doc Rivers. I didn't feel like they had to get somebody just totally out of the blue to try to coach that team and get them over the hump. I like the continuity with that a little bit. Um, but I want to see Ty make his stamp outside of LeBron. Um, during the time when he won his championship, it kind of just seemed that whatever coach was just attached to LeBron and you know, then you get to the finals and he got the championship. David Black was supposed to be a good coach, but I still actually think he is. But then, you know, he got dropped off for the Braun train. So we never see anything from him. So I want to see what he does. Um, he, they say Tyler likes to call out a lot of people. He's not afraid to speak his mind or what needs to be said on the basketball court. So let's see if he can make that change with PG and the claw. Uh, Trez has been talking a lot on social media. So let's really see what he has going on. I think he's going into free agency. So once they figure that situation out, that would be very, very good to see. Daryl Morey stepped down as GM for the Houston Rockets. I don't know where their team goes. Their team has kind of been set from the D'Antoni age. Um, we've heard the Van Gundy's name this past week out there. I like Jeff better than Stan, but Stan is cool. It just seems like he doesn't necessarily relate to the players as much as some of the veteran players he's had over the years always say that he panics in the time of need. Um, I don't know if that's just something that sticks with him, but I just like Jeff better. Whoever gets the job, the team is okay, set up pretty nice. I think you still kind of need some big men on the back end. I think that's what any other coach would probably have, and Tyson Chandler is not it. Um, you've already traded Capella, so I, you're just going to be stuck, and I hope you get enough time to be able to change that. But next year should be pretty interesting, man. Brooklyn, Golden State, the whole Giannis situation, what they're going to try to do in Milwaukee or try to keep him around, or if he leaves, where is he going to go, what type of move is he going to make, you know. And also, just to see when we add the regular variables of the NBA season back in, uh, let's see how players respond. I'm you can't lie to me and I'm not going to lie to you and just say, oh, yeah, everything was just the same. This it, it wasn't. We don't have time today to get into all the back and forth, but it just wasn't. So we're going to keep it as such and move right along. LaMelo Ball signed with Puma, as most of the youngins are doing at the moment. It said that he got a private jet and they like wrote Puma in the sky. That was pretty cool. Um, but moving forward, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to see how his career 
uh, shapes and plays out. We've been looking at him for years, ever since, you know, Lonzo was the talk of the town. You know, we were talking about Lonzo, not much about Jello, but then it was like, hey, the youngest is usually the best. Um, then through his high school time and lack of high school time, I should say, his time overseas, he's really built his platform. He's really grown before our eyes, before he's even touched the league. So let's just see what goes on there. Is Big Baller Brand BBB done? Haven't heard nothing about it, but hey, uh, it looks like they finally, him and Lonzo, have taken the, their pass into their own hands. But hey, let's give respect where it's due. Pops had the master plan, and to his credit, most of it has worked. He got two of the three sons in the NBA. One's on a G League team, so I guess you could say all three are in the NBA in some shape, form, or fashion. So let's keep watching that. Um, some other information I think you need to know. The CBA is being modified, and they've extended the deadline for that until October 30th. What does this mean exactly? That basically means they're resetting the money that they lost, you know, pretty much this past year. The pandemic threw the money off, and they got to fix it uh, for the next year for free agency to draft, et cetera, things like that. If it doesn't get fixed, then a lot of teams will be stuck in a tax penalty and pretty much can't make any moves when the market becomes available. So if the players scratch the season, say, oh, no, we're picking up, we're going home, we can't play, uh, just throwing it out there, what do you think would have happened? They probably would have ripped the joint up. Uh, I'm not taking any sides. I'm just saying a little food for thought. Obviously, they still finished the season, and they're going back and revisiting the money. The money is still going down because of this year. Pay attention to that. Uh, but closing out the show, man, early voting is on and popping right now, man. I've seen so many people via social media, whether I'm just driving by on the street. People have been out there at five, six o'clock in the morning. I've been seeing lines. I've been seeing people take their kids. Uh, I've seen people pass on new voting places when those when that information has become available. They've been posting that as well. Uh, I'm hearing State Farm out there in Atlanta, Fulton County has been quick and easy as expected. Big shout out to the Atlanta Hawks for making that available um i went and took a tour some months back and this is actually coming to fruition right now so that's really 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 good to see for the community at large uh let's keep the same energy through and after the election man it doesn't just stop on november 3rd and when everything with the presidency and the government and everything like that gets worked out it's still work to be done in your schools and your communities and your local elections in your churches it's work to be done everywhere find it get to it be a part of the change be the change that you want to see, man. Like and share the podcast. It's on all platforms. I thank you all for the support that you always give me week after week. We've been rolling, man. Stack, pray, and please stay out the way. It is your host, BA, and it's been another episode of the Just My Opinion Podcast.